It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, a lot of news to get into here today. Of course, the SummerSlam show coming up on Sunday. And not only do we have a SummerSlam scheduled for Sunday, we have a SummerSlam scheduled for 2020. The announcement today that the show would be coming from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, Sunday, August 23rd, 2020. That Garden will also be hosting SmackDown, NXT TakeOver, and Raw in the days surrounding SummerSlam. SmackDown, Friday, August 21st, TakeOver, Saturday, August 22nd, and Raw, Monday, August 24th. And yes, as noted, SmackDown Friday is the big change happening in October. And once that change happens, there's a lot of things that are going to change in WWE as far as the touring schedule and everything else. I mean, who knows? Maybe they could move SmackDown. But right now, SmackDown scheduled for Friday August 21st, 2020. We're thrilled to bring WWE's biggest event of the summer to Boston in 2020, said John Sabour, and he talked about how grateful he was. So we'll talk about SmackDown, uh, the ratings for this past week, 2.088 million viewers, very good number for SmackDown. All of that leading into SummerSlam on Sunday. We've also got so many things happening this weekend. There was a G1 show this morning. We got some updated standings for that show. We got G1 shows coming up all throughout the rest of the week leading into the finals on Sunday night, Monday morning. And we could talk about that today and pretty much anything else on your mind. 844-411-5411 is the phone number. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. And you can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. Mike Sempervivi will join us after the break. And a lot of other things to get into as well. So kicking off in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live.
Before you signed the lease for your very own office, before you gave your two weeks notice, before you asked your parents for a loan, before you worked nights and weekends, there was a business plan that you put to paper. Staples has what your business needs to get you from here to there, all at great prices every day. And now a ream of Staples copy paper is just $3.49. That's our lowest price of the season. Staples, here we get you there. In store only ends 81019, valid on SKU 135855 while supplies last limit 10. Are you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? Thing is, when you start to notice the hair loss, it's too late. Solution. 4hims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. 4hims.com connects you with real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. Listeners to this program, Wrestling Observer Live, can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash wrestling, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling, 4 slash wrestling. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, Hey, Bench, what are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have ten gold glove awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu, it works fast and you won't stink. Available at Nationwide Retailers and Amazon. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. A lot of news today is noted SummerSlam coming to Boston in 2020, TD Garden. They'll be doing the Friday Night SmackDown, which I still haven't wrapped my head around that one yet. Friday Night SmackDown and the Saturday NXT TakeOver, the Sunday SummerSlam, and the Monday Raw. So there you go. That's the plan for that. SmackDown on Tuesday, 2.088 million viewers on the USA Network, which is up 9% from last week, which is good. But, as always, they retain exactly 84% of the Raw audience. Some weeks that doesn't happen, but like 
85% of the time, SmackDown will always do 84% of the Raw audience. That's what it did this week, so Raw was doing a little bit better. And SmackDown down 5% from the same week in 2018. Miz and Misses, 1.057 million viewers. It was third in 18 to 49. Highest viewership for the show in the current run of episodes. Highest total since August of 2018. So WWE numbers, not terrible. Certainly not great. But this was an up week for those shows. Also got the G1. I have not seen last night's show. I have heard various things about the Ishii match with Shingo. And by various things, I mean... Some people said that it was, like, absolutely incredible, and some people said it was awesome. So, I'm not sure what that means. I didn't hear anyone say it was bad. I mean, it was it was clearly, apparently, a very, very good match. Best match of the night last night. Have you seen anything from yesterday, Mike? I have not yet, no, unfortunately. I've, I've got up to day 15. I have not made it through day 16 yet. Well, I've seen, I've seen day 15, but not day 16. Here are the standings, everybody. Get ready for this. So this is with a few more shows coming up in the finals this weekend. So Kata is at 14. Kotobushi is at 12. And what that means is if somebody wins in their upcoming match, that person wins the block. They are facing off against each other. Yes. If they end up going to a a 30-minute draw, then because Okada has 14 points, Ibushi has 12, Okada will be the winner of the block. Yes. So that is that is the A block. In the B block here, not yet eliminated, Goto, Moxley, Naito, Jay White, Ishii, Toru, Yano. Eliminated. last one again. Juice Robinson, Jeff Cobb, Taichi, and Shingo Takagi. So here's how this works. Goto holds a tiebreaker over White and Moxley. Moxley holds a tiebreaker over Naito. Naito holds a tiebreaker over Goto. Jay White holds a tiebreaker over Moxley. Ishii needs to beat Taichi, and he needs Goto, Moxley, and Naito to all lose, and then he can win this block. And Yano needs to beat Jeff Cobb. He needs Ishii and Goto to lose, and he needs White and Naito to end in a double DQ or a countout. So, everyone, it is possible, it is possible that Yano wins the B block. I don't think that's going to happen. I look at this year. uh, technically holds the tiebreaker over John Moxley there. So, yes, there's still a way that Yano wins. He would need, like, Naito and and Jay White to go to a a, a double disqualification. Neither one of them could earn any points. It is most certainly the longest of shots. But technically, as tomorrow gets underway, he is still in the mix here. Much, much easier for, say, John Moxley or Naito or Jay White to get through. Uh, but 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 still, Toru Yano being in play on the very last night of the B block is, is certainly something else. I'm looking at this here, and there's obviously only two possibilities in the A block. Either Okada becomes the first champion since, I guess it was 2000, to win the G1 as champion which I think is possible, or Ibushi wins. And if Ibushi wins, I mean, I look at the people who are still alive, and obviously the name that jumps out is 
Naito. Yeah, you know what it is. And dude, I don't want to see that match again. I just and don't you, want to see it again. And you know what? Even though you don't want to, you look at it, and it's like it's coming down to Naito and Jay White. And if you're going to go ahead and, and go further with Naito, it's, you know, easy story to tell. He can still out-slimey the slimiest player in the game, Jay White. You know, Jay White still getting over Naito as a hurdle in his New Japan career is not a story that would be that far-fetched. So it does lead to what seems to be obvious on paper, which is Ibushi and Naito. It's either that or it's going to be Okada and Naito. And let's be real frank about it. I don't really feel any better for his neck going into a big match with Okada than I am with Ibushi. I know the risk seems to be there much more with Ibushi, but it's hard to control Naito in a high-profile match against anyone. I just look at everybody who's alive and... I just want to see Okada and Ishii in the finals. I'm not going to see it, but I would love to see that match. They had one of the greatest matches I ever saw a few years ago. And, man, Ishii hitting that big brain buster, winning, challenging for the title, the dome. It's amazing. Mm. We'll see what happens. You know? And, you know, it, it would fit perfectly into the long shot career that the Stone Pitbulls had, too, because he'd need to win. And Goto's got to lose to Shingo, and Moxley's got to lose to Juice, and both of those are very possible. But then Naito's also got to lose to Jay White. So there's a lot of things that are stacked against Tomohiro Ishii, but if he is able to overcome them, again, it would still set up perfectly in the story that they've always told with Tomohiro Ishii, which is just having to get there. And if he does get there, he's got to overcome all of it. I got a lot of text messages of all things today. About NXT TV. This person here says, So you called out NXT last week. Uh, the show's quality has been slowly dipping over the last few months, and I was so angry. Then I saw this week's NXT, and almost nothing happened on the show. They were just hard-selling takeover. So I don't think that I blame you. This person here says, Don't expect much from NXT tonight, dude. You will be disappointed. Although things will get better starting next week and the week after that with a new set of TV tapings. Well, I hope so. I mean, there's no guarantee. Oh. As this person says, you didn't like NXT last week. You're going to hate it when you watch it tonight. Sure, it was a go-home show, but nothing of note happened on the show. One contract signing, one mediocre developmental match in a 60-minute episode. Everything else was video packages and commercials. You know, they were due. It doesn't make it right that there's been a little bit of a slip-up. It doesn't make it right that, you know, and nobody should be brutalized for this. They've done a great job, and we'll see how they rebound from it. But for as great of a match as, as like Gargano and Cole is, as great of a match as some of these matches are going to be on this show, this does not have the same feel, and it may just be the environment, but I think it's more than that. I think they have slipped up a little bit, and I think that's okay to say. They've built up a lot of goodwill. I have no problem at all with NXT, but things have not felt the same way going into this takeover as it has with others, and I don't blame the parent company for that or anything else. I just think that things have not been clicking the way they have in the past. And listen, guys, if you're mad at me because I'm not high on NXT right now, I mean, get out of here. Like, I'm not sitting here. I get upset at Raw and SmackDown because I think the shows are stupid. Like, there's some good wrestling on the shows, but they build this up. Oh, Daniel Bryan's going to have a career-changing announcement. Oh, we dropped that. Oh, some junk fell on Roman Reigns. Oh, but he doesn't care about it.
Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? Car repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. First says, Mike in West Seattle here, even though I hate these NXT go-home shows that are all video previews of the TakeOver matches, it really highlights the issue Raw and SmackDown have. They are struggling to build last-minute storylines that make no sense. While NXT is all set for TakeOver a couple of weeks in advance and can simply spend time pushing the show. Yes, there's all sorts of great things about NXT. I love NXT. It just hasn't been the same of late. This person says, I think NXT should take a break from Full Sail. They've been oversaturated with the product. 
For example, go back to Atlanta or San Jose for a while or even air uh, some of those house shows on the road. This is my thing with Full Sail, okay? The idea that you can't keep running in the same building is ridiculous. I mean, CMLL runs Arena Mexico every single week, and they have been doing so for, like, longer than anyone listening to this has been alive, basically. And and they draw thousands and thousands of fans, sometimes over 10,000, every single Friday in the exact same building, okay? It's a crutch, the excuse that, well, we keep running from the same building, so we've burned out the fans. Well, you've burned out the fans because whatever you're pushing, like the fans are bored with or whatever. I mean, there's no reason you can't run in the same building every week if you've got like a viable promotion and you're putting together shows that people are interested in seeing. It happened in the Mid-South Coliseum. It's happened in buildings all over the world from the beginning of time. But for whatever reason, this crowd, whether it's that they've seen the same matches, they've seen the same angles, the the TV is, is too boring, whatever it is, you watch that show and that crowd's dead a lot of the time. So... Something needs to change. And if if you can't figure out a way to get the fans in full sail excited again, then yeah, you need to leave. You need to go somewhere else for a while. I don't know where that is. I mean, this this developmental is is not really a moneymaker. I mean, if you look at it strictly from the wrestling operations standpoint, it's a money loser. But in their mind, well, if we develop somebody and they go up to the main roster and become a star and they draw some money, well, that should count for, for the the time that we spent on them in developmental, the money we lost there. That's their, that's their theory about the developmental losses. They're, 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 really, they're not really losses because they're making people that go to the main roster and make money. But as far as like wrestling operations, they do lose money. So I don't think they want to go on the road and lose even more money. But who knows? Yeah, they got enough money, may as well. But the thing is, they're already on the road, and I think that there's a way to balance it. You don't have to have every single match that you show. It doesn't have to be from full sale. If you happen to go, like they did a loop where they went to greater Baltimore, greater Philadelphia, and let's just say it was right outside New York. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a hot Velveteen match on there. I'm sure there's going to be a hot something match on there. If that's a match that the crowd there was all about, then go ahead and cut that into it. You know, you don't have to do everything at full sale if if you think that that's what it is. And again, I don't, I don't, I don't know if full sale makes the difference in the argument. You know, I, I think it's just they they just kind of are at a point right now where things aren't clicking the way that they have been and again it's nothing really against them them doing something wrong or anything like that it's just that feel isn't there and that could be gone after saturday we could be singing a completely different tune you know but but it's just it hasn't felt the same again just the buzz hasn't been there everything around it it's just not it's not firing all in all cylinders and it's an it's an easily fixable thing it's not like the sky is falling it's like Brian said, it's not like it's the end of the world or anything. It's just, okay, you just got to get into gear here a little bit. And, I, again, I don't know if that's got as much to do with the crowd as much as it's got to do with just everything else going around it right now. Bert says it's not as sexy as AW, but any thoughts on the NWA studio show starting in October? Well, Atlanta. The National Wrestling Alliance announced they'll be holding television tapings this fall. The company posted a video with NWA President Billy Corgan talking about studio tapings from the 70s and 80s leading to announcement about the NWA starting their own television tapings. The video then announced that tapings will be held in Atlanta, Georgia. Here's the key to the story, everybody. September 30, October 1st. 
We don't know where they're taping or where it's airing. So it's hard to get too excited about the NWA taping television when they don't have an outlet. They don't have a venue right now. I don't think that's a big issue. I'm sure they didn't even say it was center stage. You know, just that's what my first assumption was, was center stage. And then they never said it. So it'll be interesting to see, yeah, where they're going to run. And if this is a, a pilot with a plan or if this is just a pilot, you know, it's uh, Billy Corrigan is a man of a certain age. And he talked about a wrestling of a certain age and talking about the pressure cooker that he used to be, you know, these guys out there selling, get trying to get people into the, the arena shows and how important TV was. But we'll see, you know, right now that that roster is for all intents and purposes. What four deep? It's Eli Drake. It is James Storm. It is Nick Aldis, and it's Sienna. It's uh, Allison Kay, and that's it really right now. So they got an uphill battle to climb, and I Dude. loved I loved the NWA letters. I, the only belt I, I own is a, is a replica of the NWA Dome Globe title belt. I mean, I love that history. I love it. I grew up with it. I'm here because of Jim Crocker Promotions and the NWA. With that said, it's 2020. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Dude, the big problem is they're they're taping in the end of September and early October. I mean, you're trying to create something that is going to I don't know what the idea is. Obviously it's trying to, you know, develop fans or whatever, but this is a time where that month we're going to have three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown on Fox, two hours of AEW on TNT, very likely two hours of NXT on Wednesdays on fs1 although that's not official and then everything else that we already have i mean it's it's an over it is a badly oversaturated market and the mlw's and the ring of honors and the nwa's i mean what they need to do is they need to create a business model where they can serve a group of fans that believe that they are actually their favorite promotion However, they end up doing that. You know, the MLW fans, where MLW is their first priority. They they may watch other stuff, but for them, MLW is their first priority. The fans that, you know, Ring of Honor, no matter what, Ring of Honor is always going to be their first. They like this guy. They like that guy. They like this feud. But it's going to be very difficult to attract the masses. You're going to have to create a program where you can super serve a small number of fans and not lose money and be happy with that for now. That's what we're looking at once October hits. Let's go to the and, phones. Good. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, what's up, Brian? Yeah, I just want to say that I've pretty much given up on NXT. Like, you know how All In gave us the matches and the finishes we predicted, and we were still happy with that? But it's like WWE still tries to swerve us, even in NXT. Like, I think everybody pretty much in the back of their mind thought that Io Shirai was going to be the next NXT Women's Champion. Uh, then they swerve us and turn her heel. I mean, I really think that she should have kept the title because, I mean, isn't she, like, way younger than um, Shayna Baszler and, like, like a ten times a better wrestler? Well, I mean, she's definitely younger than than, uh, than Shayna. She's a better pro wrestler, I guess you could say, but Shayna Baszler's got incredible presence. She's a great character, and she's somebody that, yeah, she's of advanced age in wrestling terms, I guess, but, like, I mean, she's still a fresh character, and I don't think unless people pointed her age out, they'd necessarily know it. And I don't know. I think uh, I think they both fit in a different way. I don't think this EO 
uh, Candace feud has really resonated at all. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll have to kind of see what happens going forward here uh, and see what happens after Saturday night. But it hasn't clicked the way that I thought it was, and EO as a heel hasn't worked the way I thought it would. But, well, again, this is still early in this campaign. Well, there's also... Huh, I don't know. Candace has always just been Johnny Gargano's wife, and she wrestles here and there. But, I mean, for a while there, she was acting very heelish. Well, that's it. Yeah, she's and sympathetic, we, but not that sympathetic. We barely ever saw her, and when we did, she was upset at Johnny. And every now and then she would have a match, and it would sort of play into the Ciampa storyline. And then, all of a sudden, the next thing you know, it's just like she's top female babyface going up against Io Shirai, who Man. turned heel, but, like, everybody at Full Sail still cheers her, and they have to pipe in booze. And, like, you can build... You can do everything right in building a program. But that still doesn't mean that anyone's going to want to see the program. Yeah. Just because you did everything right doesn't mean, well, everyone's going to get into it now. And that's the case with this. They didn't do anything wrong with this program. I mean, EO turned heel. She beat up Candace. Candace is out there to get revenge. That's all fine and good. Everything was done the way it should be done. But because of a million different things, it just hasn't clicked. That's it. And I can go through. I, I don't want to keep harping on NXT, but like Street Profits, Undisputed Era. Okay. Street Profits, I see them every week on Raw. They're in the back and they're being wacky. And I haven't seen them do anything on NXT TV since they won those titles. Nothing of note. And Undisputed Era has fought for the titles 500 times. Like, you can't get me excited for that one. Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim. Mia Yim is backstage. She's slamming locker doors on Shayna Baszler's friends. I mean, I'm not excited for that one. I mean, I'm not saying these matches won't be good, but the storylines they they've done... They got too cute with that. They I'm got like, way too cute with that one. Wow, you hit, you slammed a locker door on her. And they didn't need that. School? All you needed to do was them, like, you have somebody that's a trained fighter and you have somebody that's you know, off the street, like that's all that should have been about was I want to punch you in the face. And that's really all it should have been about. It should have been about none of the other nonsense. Or dude, you could have her run through all of, all of Shayna's friends in matches one at a time until you finally get to Shayna. Exactly. And that's an old school wrestling thing. They could have been just more simply done with the whole thing of, I'm not going to let you punch me in the face. And then finally, this is what we're supposed to get on Saturday. It just, they got a little too cute with that. And then we had Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunne, and Roderick Strong. I mean, the storyline is Velveteen and Roderick were, I guess, feuding. And literally out of nowhere, three weeks ago, Pete Dunne just shows up. And Regal signs him to a match with Roderick Strong. And he beats him clean in the middle via submission. And now it's a three-way for the title at the show. Like, it's going to be really good, but nothing that they did on television made me excited to see that match. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Score the phones, you're on the air. What's going on? Oops, I pushed the wrong button. But now you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, um, I was wondering if you knew anything about the seriousness of Hawk's injury that they got last week. I saw like a nasty picture of his, like a small part of bone sticking out of his leg. And I don't know if he's like, if he was considered to be one of the people for uh, like Jericho's mystery partners on the first episode of the AEW show. I don't know, but I will try to find out. 
I haven't seen the picture yet, but it's very graphic, I hear. Mm. All right, I'll check. Thanks very much for the call. Sorry for the guy I hung up on. <laughs> yeah, because maybe you would have had an easier question. Yeah, I don't I don't know how badly he's hurt or anything like that. I was hoping there would be uh, something in the newsletter, which is very slow to come out, but it is on its way out for everybody that is wondering where is the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Give Dave a little bit of a break. It's a little bit of a delay, so it will be out soon enough, and hopefully he'll have the answer for us. Uh, this person here says, well, actually, there's... Um... NXT also suffers from Vince pulling guys whenever he wants to, this person says. He keeps gutting the place time to time, so it's hard to harp on Hunter and the company. Well, two things. Yes, you are right that sometimes he just goes in there and grabs people. That's what he did with the Street Profits. So that did affect that match right there. But that has nothing to do with Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, again, in the main event, in another Best of Three Falls match. It's like we're just recycling WrestleMania. Velveteen, Pete Dunne, Roderick Strong, none of that had anything to do with anybody being raided by Vince. It's just something they rushed at the last second. Shayna Baszler, Mia Yim, nothing to do with anything. Vince calling anybody up. And the same with Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. There's one match, there's one storyline, there's one feud that may or may not have been affected by Vince calling guys up, and that's the tag team title feud. The other four matches there's n- has nothing to do with that. Zero. So I, I don't know if anybody is well. The Street Profits are they going to stay on Raw? I mean, I, I just I presume so. I can't imagine them bringing them up just to do backstage stuff. But I don't know. When you look at AOP and technically Fandango and Tyler Breeze are still there, and technically, I mean. It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing that they called up the NXT Tag Team Champions to do backstage skits with. I, I just, they've done nothing. I thought they were going to do something, have a, a, a match on, on, on Raw or something like I mean, something. Well, they will eventually. Uh, you, really? Because they, they, they figured yeah. they would have did it with the NXT the tag titles. I just, everything about that is really just, we'll have to see how it turns out, but... They're very entertaining guys, and they're very, very good. And I don't think that they're being used anywhere near to the best of their ability, and I don't think it's been the best thing for those guys' characters. It, it certainly, I don't think, has been the best thing. It certainly wasn't the best way to debut them. Spurs says, hear me out. If they do an angle with Ray losing his mask, I think he will lose and pass his mask on to his son, Dominic. Well, we've already seen Dominic. I just don't feel like that's going to happen. I just don't feel like Dominic is going to be a masked luchador. Maybe he can give his mask. He's a to big dude. Kane Velasquez. He's a big guy. Who? Dominic. Yeah, well, yeah, he played football, college football, didn't he? I don't know if he played Small college time, football, but, but he was a big dude. Definitely in high school, he was a. That's one of the reasons Ray liked being off for when when he was off. He was able to, to watch his kid kind of grow up there for a little bit, but. Uh, like Dominic getting involved in wrestling, I think, makes absolute sense. Ray passing on his mask to him does not. You know, the easiest thing you could do is just very simply build another masked character. And I know they've tried with Sin Cara. That does not mean that should be the only person that you try with. You should keep trying and have somebody other than Andrade be your, you know, somebody else out there to be another Latin superstar. First says, I'm pretty sure Kyrie was supposed to be in the Candace spot. Would have been a more effective storyline if it was Kyrie. I'd have to look at the timing of when the Kabuki Warriors got called up. I mean, they've been up for a while. They just haven't done anything. For, they were up before WrestleMania, right? When did they get called up? Anybody know? 
Someone Ooh. find out for me. I'll take this call. You're on the air. What's going on? Hello? Yes, Brent. Can you hear me? I, I can. What's going on? Very good. Well, um, first, uh, I was wondering, is there a Super China Buffet Day in Seattle this year? Well, I will announce that on the Thursday Brian and Vinny show without Vinny. It's going to be myself and producer Rob. We'll talk about the plans. for. Well, this I will make sure that I go back and uh, okay. listen to that. Um, I uh, wonder... Um, if I decide to do a show as the Moyle and refuse to take any bumps, will I get paid? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to you have to negotiate with the promoter. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the well, sure. Well, I imagine you know a few promoters that you can get me in contact with. Well, Probably there's one around here named Matt Farmer, and he ain't paying you anything. I can tell you that much. All right, well, we're not doing that, then. Um, well, I might do it if I don't take any bumps, but I would probably do it for free without any bumps. But anyway, I don't want to take any bumps. I'm, I'm sure nobody would lay a hand on you, I wanted to discuss Harley Race. Harley, I watched when he had the King gimmick, and I liked him. I mean, I knew the wrestling was fixed, but, uh, you know, but, but, but I remember the guys that were bad workers, like, 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 uh, like, um, Roddy Piper. I loved his interviews, but when his matches started, I was like, why am I bored? I like Piper. Whenever I saw Harley, I was fascinated. I, I, I loved watching his matches. I remember the Saturday night's main event against Hogan where he got hurt. And then, of course, once I started reading The Observer and once I learned about wrestling history, of course, I would go and watch Harley during his prime. And I read books about him and I read about, about how he would beat up people. People in bars, and and how the NWA champion had to be legitimately tough, and how they would how they would get fired if they if they uh, lost a bar fight, and and I cannot believe that Vince attacked him in the bathroom. That's freaking insane. Who would attack Harley? How stupid is Vince? I know he was working out at the time, but I saw that I saw that 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 special where where, where Linda Blair was was sharing a picture of Vince in his bathing suit, uh, and he was a lot skinnier back then in 1984. Say Linda Blair. Harley would have. You know, no, Linda 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 Blair. Linda Blair. Well, shared a picture of Vince on her diving board in a bathing suit in like 84 or 85, and Vince was a lot skinnier back then. Yeah. Harley would have broken him in half. <laughs> he, he did probably. He could have broken him in half. You're right. All right. Thanks very much for the call, Brent. You ever uh, you ever see the secrets of pro wrestling? I need a few minutes to recover. Hold on. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Well, if anybody out there is as old as we are and remember seeing the secrets of pro wrestling that aired on NBC, there were a bunch of masked men. There was a stunt granny. There was a guy who asked, "Would you buy this crap?" Hell no. Uh, but one of the masked guys that were doing some of the stunts was actually Harley Race. Now I don't know how that's got or what that's got to do with Brent's story whatsoever, but I think that provides enough time for you to catch your breath. And, and I did like how he said on. that that Rowdy Roddy Piper was a bad worker. Hey, hey, I'm not what? sure that I would say that. I wouldn't probably say that either. Insane, the best worker, probably not. He had a different not. style. He, he certainly did not have the same style as Harley Race. That no, I can he tell wrestled you. Like, he wrestled like Roddy Piper. And there's a thing, too. Dave mentioned, and he's right in a way on the on the Monday show, where he mentioned that it was insulting to Harley or it was meant as a diss to Harley, uh, the King of the Ring thing. I think less people know that than know Dusty Rhodes and the polka dots was an insult. And I think it's what you also do with it. And there's a lot of fans that know Harley Race, like Brent, but don't maybe necessarily know 
all of the backstory and the politics and all that stuff. So they know the King Harley race. They know him and Haku, and they know him and the Junkyard Dog and whatever. So I don't think you have to erase that history. I, I can see how it is insulting, but I don't think – I think the amount of people that know that and the amount of people that would listen to this show and know that is a lot smaller than probably people think. So several notes here that the Kabuki Warriors put together a couple of weeks after WrestleMania. It was the Superstar Shakeup, which I think was two weeks afterwards. So we're talking April. So May, June, July. I mean, they've had four months. NXT's had four months to figure out something. And I don't think the Kabuki Warriors being called up. I mean, it would have been a better story. It would have been a much better story with Kyrie Sane, but... Uh, this person here also notes that Piper was not a great wrestler, but he was a great worker. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, very good. AW's Casino Battle Royal returning for All Out. They've announced it's a women's Casino Battle Royal, and they're not crowning a champion here. But uh, they are going to, I guess the, the winner of this will, I guess, be in contention is the story. And they've only announced four women, but they have to be 21. So we're going to see women from all over the place, some of whom are signed and some of whom are not signed, including, of all people, Teal Piper, the daughter of Rowdy Roddy Piper. She's going to be in this battle royal. Not sure how you feel about that, but okay. I know that uh, some people have been very critical of this because they hated the original Casino Battle Royal. And I'm the wrong guy to ask because I was there in the front row, and I thought that it was fine. In fact, I enjoyed it. And Vinny was sitting right next to me, and he enjoyed it. Everybody watching on television, apparently they hated it. So you're, you're I'll, be watching, I'll be watching this one on television. So, so we'll see how this one goes. And, and maybe they'll learn from the mistakes uh, like last time. There are a lot of talented women out there, so they could play this very straight and make it very serious and not have all the gimmickry and... I don't know if there's a woman out there without legs, as as the other gentleman uh, that that was grappling with Tony Depp in there for a while does. But you know, there's a ton of women out there who are over the age of 21 who they could get in there, and you could really see. I mean, God knows what the the connections they have over in Japan. I don't know how, how many women they want to bring in or anything like that, but there are a ton of them there, and there's a ton on the indie scene too, from Shimmer and Shine that have been out there. So. It'll be interesting who they bring in, and it'll be interesting to see, too, if, again, if it's, if any of it is, if there's any gimmickry at all whatsoever, or this is played straight. Uh, this person here says, can't wait for Brandy to announce herself as the other top contender and be AEW's Stephanie, quote, ironically. Well, actually, she did hint she would be in the Battle Royal. She didn't outright say it, but she winked. You like uh, Cody and, uh, and Brandy's Stephanie and Triple H roles? Uh, I would prefer not to see that in AEW. I see enough of that on the main roster. Can they help themselves? Do WWE Legends contracts prevent people from working New Japan? If Naito wins the briefcase, he should defend against Nash to avenge his handicap loss from TNA. Well, I don't think that one's going to happen. <laughs> don't think that's oh going to happen. Oh, my God. All right. This person here says, just doesn't seem like SummerSlam weekend Sunday. Not even sure what matches to look forward to. And listening to Brent is exhausting. Well, I look at the SummerSlam card, and they've done a terrible job building up a lot of it. But when I look at it, it shouldn't be a bad show in the ring at all. It should be a pretty good show. Lesnar, Seth, 
Like, it should be a good match, especially if Lesnar is wildly cheered and Rollins is booed. Like, that'll be exciting. And he will be. <laughs> Becky and Natalia should be good. Bailey and Ember Moon, eh, I, I don't think that's going to be as good as some people think that one's going to be. Becky's, oh, by the way, there's three in a row, by the way. Babyface is going to be booed out of the building, I predict. Kofi and Randy Orton should be very good. Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, I don't even know what to think about that disaster. Oh, stop. Dude, it's Shane. Mc, it's a Shane McMahon match with hey, Kevin Owens. Like, Kevin Owens. And, uh, I they either do a straight Owens. match and Shane sucks, or like they do a whole bunch of wacky gimmicks, which maybe they'll do. I don't know. Maybe that one will surprise me. Finn Balor, Bray White should be good, oh. although the odds makers don't think so. Fiend, 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 fiend. AJ and Ricochet should be good. Goldberg, Dolph Ziggler will be a 30-second squash. Trish Stratus, Charlotte Flair, I have no idea. And they've also put Drew Gulak and Oni Lorcan on the show. But they couldn't find anything for Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. No offense to those guys. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize 
maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Normally, I'm plugging 100 things WWE fans should know and do before they die. But why not? But today on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, I'm actually plugging the Death of WCW audiobook, which is still doing very well on Amazon.com. And you, my friends, can listen to the Death of WCW audiobook absolutely free with an Audible trial. If you go to Amazon.com and do an Audible trial, you get to choose a couple of books that you get to listen to absolutely free. And one of those, you can choose Death of WCW. So if you want to listen to that book free... And I think it's like, what is it, 14 hours, 18 hours, something like that. You can uh, grab your copy at Amazon.com. Link's up there on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. Mike, of course, at Sempervivi, if you want to check out his as well. And all sorts of great stuff up there on on the old Twitter machine. Mm. And finally, with the over-under talk lately, what would you put the odds on? Of an Italian Becky having a Montreal finish. Oh, what are the odds I'm not here Monday if that happens? Hi! I don't want to see that. No, please no. Upshurst also wants to know, why is Shane and Kevin not an I quit match? It fits the stip, and Shane is only good with gimmick matches. I don't know. Every now and then, Shane, I guess, decides he wants to do a wrestling match and show what a great wrestler he is. But I do expect that we'll have some craziness on the on the deal Sunday. Right and at time. It's going to continue. Yes. want to thank you all for listening. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Check out the front page. Observer's going to be out in a few hours with all sorts of news. Only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. And we'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>